Hey, Christine here from More Room for Joy podcast. So good to see you again. I've missed you. We are in episode seven, and today we're talking about self-care, the dreaded, dreaded term self-care. I cannot wait to tell you why it's so important, especially nowadays, why you need to engage in self-care. So stick around. Welcome to the More Room for Joy podcast with your host, Christine Baker Marriage, where she offers strategies to overcome life's hurdles, ways to create a life filled with intentional happiness, and ideas on how to find balance in all of the aspects of your personal, home, and work life. Stay tuned so you too can learn how to design a joyful life. Hi friends, Christine, and we are back with episode seven. I took a small hiatus um, over the summer. The summer tends to all gel into one big uh, day. It wound up being a few weeks. So I've missed you, but I'm glad that we're back. And I wanted to talk to you today about self-care. And this was one of my productivity pillars that we had talked about the last episode in episode six, when we talked about uh, if, um, you know, how to be more productive and how to create more time and things like that. And one of the things that is so important uh, in maintaining our lives and in maintaining relationships and even business relationships is self-care. When we initiate self-care, we are saying to not only ourselves, but those that watch us, like children, um, partners, other family members, you know, so watch us, like observe us, you know, because we're just that cool, right? Um, but what we are saying is that we value ourselves and we value what we have to offer. Therefore, we're going to take care of it. And that is so important. It's an important message, not only for future generations, but it's important for those of, you know, those people that we're surrounded by, because then they will also see that expectation and match that value. And then that's an important key phrase. Um, we allow people to value us as much as we value ourselves. So when you take the time to create uh, that self-care and to initiate that self-care, you are saying, hey, I'm worth it. And I know that I know SNL did that whole thing about, um, doggone it, I'm worth it. But they have a point and uh, we should really kind of tune into that. Um, moving forward into the fall as we are exploring this i don't know about your school district but my school district's exploring this hybrid model and you know i have to admit that it's got us uh our family a little concerned and we're uneasy about um, how that's going to play out we're hoping for the best and hoping for you know safety and health for um, our children and and of course all of their friends and families and colleagues and whatnot um, but one thing that we can do, because right, because when we have this fear and anxiety, 
it's because we feel helpless. So one thing that we can do moving forward is self-care. Now hear me out. So, and this, this is important for two reasons. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to suggest this to not only the parents, but also the teachers and administrators and all of that, uh, you know, moving forward into the fall as we explore um, how school is going to play out. So self-care is important for two reasons. One, again, it brings us the value that we uh, hold within ourselves and it enhances who we are and it makes us the best version of us, um, you know, so we can go out and, and give ourselves and, and, uh, and be on top of our game, right? Um, the second reason is because if we do our best to remain healthy, if and when we do get sick, and it may not be with COVID-19, um, but if and when we do get sick in the fall, because fall generally holds lots of illnesses and we move into the winter and that holds flu season and, and whatnot. If we prep ourselves with a healthy body, then we will be that much stronger to fight whatever illness or virus or bug uh, that we may or may not be exposed to. So that is an important thing uh, as we enter into the school season, as we immerse ourselves a little bit deeper into society, you know, opening up society again. Um, it's an important, uh, I want to say it's an important, you know, like key in our back pocket or, you know, thing that we can hold on to that, that we can also control. We have control over our self-care. We have control over how we take care of ourselves. And if we make ourselves and our health a priority, then we are that much further ahead uh, when we get sick. Or hopefully we won't get sick, but you know, if and when we do get sick. And also, side note, we'll be healthy as well for if any of our family members fall ill and that's kind of a cool thing because we don't need the whole entire family getting sick, right? So I get asked this question all the time. What are the ways um, that I can, you know, do self-care, practice self-care? So uh, when I was a body worker, I was a massage therapist for 12 years and loved every minute of it. Uh, I highly recommend you get a massage if you've never had one. Um, so that, that obviously... I'm in favor of body work and have seen what that type of body work or any sort of body work, acupuncture, um, Reiki, anything like that can, I can, I've seen the effects that it has on the body and it's mind blowing. But I also want to point out that it's not, um, a luxury, any sort of self care, um, is not a luxury. It, it's part of your self-management, just like you read, you know, to stay on top of things. You, um, you learn, you go to school to, you know, to learn more to further your education or your position, uh, in your career, just like you save money because you want to go on that trip. Uh, just like you exercise or you eat different things 
to maintain your body's health. That is self-management. So self-care and self-management, pretty much the same thing. So creating things that will help you make your body, mind, and spirit the optimum uh, that it can be is a form of self-care. Uh, and I, I've said to my clients several, several times, you know, when they say, well, what do I do? You have to do what's best for you because your self-care and my self-care could be completely two different things, different interests, different values, different goals, everything. Um, but also do anything that makes you feel the best version of you and you can't go wrong. So if that is um, rolfing, which if you don't know what that is, look it up painful but it's also very useful and and very productive with releasing muscles so it could be rolfing or it could be a uh, a 90 minute massage at a very high-end salon both self-care both valid um, and both will be beneficial to you um, if you prefer meditating for 30 minutes or going on a hike for 30 minutes both self-care both enriching to your body, mind, and spirit. Um, if you want to learn how to cook or cook different things or cook uh, things that will bring you health, self-care. That is self-care. Um, it doesn't have to be a you know, massage at a spa. It doesn't have to be um, these grandiose things. Uh, it just needs to make you a better you. Okay, so you really cannot go wrong and and don't ever feel guilty for for partaking in self-care because we need it uh, just like a car needs maintenance. Uh, we need maintenance. That's part of the self-management. We need to check in and, um, and and regroup and touch base with, you know, who we are and what we're doing and our goals and our center and and all of that and then enrich that you know that inner person inner child or whatnot and then move forward um, we're always better when we take a little bit of a break and uh, and you know regroup and center ourselves again we're always better for it um, more on that next time uh, I'm I got a little something brewing and I'm I I'm not prepared to share it yet, but I probably will be prepared to share it next time, if not the next uh, podcast. So, so look for that. That'll be fun. And the last thing I want to share with you is a lot of, I get this question a lot too. Um, what if I don't know what to do? What if I don't know what self-care looks like for me? Um, you know, I'm, I've, I'm overworked. I'm so busy. I'm, I, I just I've lost all of my interests and and all of that I get that a lot um, and I've I've been in that position too so I it resonates with me completely so here's what I would tell you to do I would say it's time for a, a micro retreat where you can take a step back even if you can take like four hours you know uh, a night or four hours in general, but not a night, not each night. Okay. Oh, sheesh. I don't, don't get me wrong. That would be fun, but that's unreasonable. So 
take a block of time. There we go. Take a block of time uh, and 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 turn off all media, turn off you know all electronics, and just sit with yourself. Just sit with yourself and let your mind settle and let the thoughts go away and let and and once you have a clearer mind, that's when you can take the time and just go, huh, yeah, that would be fun. Or, yeah, I'd like to try that. Or or even think back to your childhood and what made you happy in your childhood. What things do you remember doing that brought you joy, that, that made you giggle? That uh, Because if you're remembering them, then they significantly impacted you in a positive way and why not try those things again? Um, I I remember being in a position where I couldn't remember a thing that I liked to do, and uh, I when I did this exercise, I remembered that I loved to ride my bike. I loved to ride my bike as a kid, and so um, we got a bike, and I rode it, and I love riding my bike around the neighborhood. Absolutely love it. Like when I just need to check out. And just need to kind of uh, explore. I hop on my bike and go, and I love it. It makes me very happy and brings me a lot of joy. Um, now, if you ask me to do a race with that bike, uh, no, that, no, because it's not. I wouldn't enjoy that, right? But I do enjoy exploring and meandering and getting lost a little bit. Uh, that brings me a lot of joy and happiness. Um, so something to think about, something to do. Um, you're entitled to, you know, to be able to take care of yourself too. I'm sure if you're listening to this, then you are, you're probably a caretaker on some level. And, uh, and don't forget to take care of yourself, okay, because that's just as important. All right, friends, that is all for today. I'm going to keep it short today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a beautiful time with me today as I did with you. Uh, I'm, I hope you enjoyed this episode of More Room for Joy podcast, episode seven. I can't believe it. And join us next week when we're going to dive into a little bit deeper about self-care, but more specifically, uh, morning routines. Is This is a hot topic for me. I have done tons of research and tons of exploration personally on the subject and I cannot wait to show you uh, the things and the tips and the tricks that I've discovered that make a morning routine sing for you. It's going to be amazing and you're going to be so much more productive and so much more on top of your game because of your morning routine uh, and it's all about self-care. So we're just continuing the conversation about self-care. I'll explain, I'll tie it all together next week, episode 8 morning routines. Okay. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on however you listen to your podcast. If you don't see me uh, on your, you know, the way you access your podcast, you can always find me on Anchor or iTunes. And please check out any other episodes or blogs um, on my website, moreroomforjoy.com. That is it for today. I hope you have a beautiful day and I hope you can make more room for joy. All right, you take care. I'll see you soon. Bye.